Welcome back to Peas in a Pie and you kicking with your girl P. First, I want to say thank you to everybody that sent me emails and happy birthday to my baby boy. He really had a good time Friday. And thank y'all for understanding why I, you know, miss Friday's episode. So anyways, good morning. And today's episode is going to be about domestic violence. It's been a lot of different videos going around on social media with the whole Disneyland situation with, you know, this guy and the girls fighting or whatever. And it's another video with a security guard. And just in general, domestic violence is really, really out there. It really is. So let me brush up on these videos first. The video with Disneyland, it blew my mind because the guy... I was like, oh, my God, is he on something? Like, he just literally, it goes both ways. Let me say that. Like, I'm a woman who do not believe in domestic violence at all. And it goes both ways. I don't believe in women hitting men. I don't believe in men hitting women. I just don't like it. And when I watch the video over and over and over and I see that she spit on him, you guys know spitting is probably the most disrespectful thing that you can do to a person. And it's nasty as hell. Let me be clear on that. Nasty. So to me, I'm like, you know what? No. I don't think she deserved to get her ass whooped like she was a man. But at the same time, you have to take responsibility for your actions as a person, period. Whether you're female or man. So when I seen that video, I was in a you know toss-up. I was just like, you know what? Is Was it okay for him to beat her ass? I don't think it was okay for him to beat ass. Let, let me be clear on my opinion about that. I think because she spit on him, if I was a dude, I probably would have smacked you. I ain't going to lie because that's nasty. Ugh, it's disgusting. It really is. So I think that he had his right to have a reaction because that is nasty. And the first thing you think in your head is like, are you kidding me? But to beat them, just like when he beat his girlfriend at the end when, when the sister was like, well, she hit mama. And he just started beating on her. And that wasn't her case. She was trying to help him and, you know, accidentally, you know, push his mom down. And I just felt like, you know what, either you're on something or ladies, do not put yourself in a domestic violence relationship. Because at the end of the day, first of all, we can't be men. So don't put yourself in that predicament. Like this topic right here really touched home because I've seen it growing up a lot with different people. And I just do not agree with it. I do not agree with it. I don't agree with men beating on women, and I don't understand why. I just feel like you're you you're a loser. You know what I'm saying? You're weak. If you feel the the need to beat on a woman, why? Why do you feel the need to beat down somebody that you know you're stronger than? I never understood it, and I do not get it. But it's out here. It really is out here. And then the video with um your girl and the security guard once again. Girls, stop trying to be Billy Badasses. Realize you cannot beat a man. 99% of the time, we cannot be a man. It might be a 1% time where you have a weak dude out here, a weak guy. But 99% of the time, men are stronger than us. I'm not saying that you should feel like you should buckle behind a man doing something. I'm saying that to say, don't go swinging on a guy or bucking up and don't feel like you're going to get a reaction. Let me say that. I want people to understand that. there's always reaction behind everything that you do as a consequence. So with that, I thought both was in the wrong. I thought she was in the wrong to buckle up to that security guard. And I thought he was in the wrong for 
hitting her like she was a guy. As big as he was, he could have just took her and slunk her ass on the ground. I would have respected him more if he would have just slunk or pushed her on the ground or something. But instead, he just wanted to feed her them punches. And I was like, you know what? You're doing too much. You're doing too much. You know that you can beat this lady. It's no reason for you to have to do that. So I feel like it can go both ways. But then you have incidents like where I remember seeing um, a video that was viral and it was um, where they had it show both sides of the spectrum where they showed a woman getting beat by a man and everybody trying to help or trying to jump on a man, all that kind of stuff. And then they showed it where she was beating him and everybody just watching. Please know it is not okay for a woman to beat a man. And that happens out here. It's very rare, but it happens. You have plenty of cases where the women think it's okay and the women fights the man and the man is just that type of man that don't put his hands on women and he sit there and allow it and take the abuse. Men, the ones that's in those rare cases, do not take the abuse. Nobody should take abuse from anybody. I don't care if you are a man. I take my hat off to you for not putting your hands on that female, but do not keep yourself in that situation where you have to take abuse. That person do not love you. Anybody that put their hands on somebody, whether it's a female or male, do not love you and get yourself out of that situation. Period. Take yourself out of that situation. I remember when I was younger, I'm never going to say names, but I had a cousin. And if he listened, because, oh, you know, I love you, but I had a cousin. And he, him and the girl had been together for a long time. They got together when she was like 14, was 18. And from the time this girl was 14, he was beating her tail to the fact that we were, you know, had to had to jump in and defend her. We had to be like, well, what are you doing? Like back up and, and get in the middle of it. And you know what? She stayed. She stayed. So, ladies, this is a very important thing. When you enter domestic violence, the first time that person put their hands on you and you stay. Let me make this clear. I hope everybody is listening. The first time they put their hands on you and you stay, what you telling them is it is okay. You telling them you forgive them. You telling them that they can do it again and they're going to do it again. There's never Oh, I didn't mean to do it. You can never get that mad when you put your hands on somebody. And if you do, that is your character. That is who you are. A drunk man, a child, and an angry person speaks their mind and show their true colors. Let me tell y'all that again. A drunk person, a child, and an angry person speaks the truth and they show you their true cause. They show you who they are. Take heed to it. Take heed to it. I'm really telling y'all to take heed to it. Because that particular girl that was in that situation with my cousin, you know, we we all grew up and we all had her back. But at the end of the day, when you stand in a relationship, what can we do? It's only so much you can do Without trying to involve yourself in other people's business, it's only so much you can do when you see that these people are not going nowhere. When you see that you're choosing to stay in that type of environment, what can we do to help? Nothing. There's nothing we can do if you're going to stay with this person for a long time. There's nothing we can do. Like, I remember when I was younger and I used to see certain situations to me, I'm like, oh, I never go through that. And then you got older and realized, yeah, you can't say that because we're feeling involved. It's a whole totally different ballgame. I get it. I get it, but I'm telling you right now, I'm never going to be nobody punching bag. Hit me once, 
Shame on you. I'm out because I'm not doing it. Men are stronger than us. I'm not taking the risk of you knocking out no teeth, busting them nose, my eyes black, bruises all over. I'm not doing it. Then I have kids. I'm not going to let my boys think that that's okay. And I wouldn't let my daughter think it's okay. Thankfully, my kids have a great role model to look up to. You know, I'm, I'm truly blessed that I have the hub that I have. I'm so glad that my boys have a hardworking, determined, educated man to look up to. And I'm glad my daughter can see, you know, a positive male in her life. I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have a dad there. So I'm glad that my kids have that. And they have something they can look up to because it really truly starts at home. But then you have some people that grows up in the house with a good family and still come out with some type of issues. I had a situation when I was in high school. Y'all know I got to tell my stories. Y'all know I am. And it was this girl, like I said, I can never say names because I never put people out there. But it was this girl that I was super duper, you know, we, 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 we used to have classes together. So I ain't gonna say we were super duper cool. Like we were super duper cool in school. We didn't hang like that much outside of school because we had a lot of classes together. And her boyfriend, oh, he was a he was a woman beater. I remember them standing in a hallway and he just like feeding her, like he was just throwing these punches on her. Let's be like this. I'm not a woman to think I can beat a man. So I'm not gonna ever put myself in that predicament. So I'm looking around at all the guys that's watching him whoop her ass. I goes to get, you know, the security guard, the, the principal, you know, everybody have that cop at your school. I goes to get him because I'm looking at the guys. That disgusts me. You're no better than that man that's whooping that woman ass if you do not stop it. I cannot stand to see men sitting there watching. I get it now. I'm, I'm, I'm explaining at the end, but I can't, st- I couldn't stand to see, you know, these little young boys because we was in high school sitting there watching him whoop her ass. I, I couldn't stand it. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Y'all can break it up. I'm not telling y'all to get in and fight this dude, but you should pull him off of her. This is not cute. It's not. It's not cute. And y'all sitting there watching it. So, of course, us females, we're like, no, we want to get somebody. We have one go get the principal, one go get this person. I'm over here getting the offers. are like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm a grown woman now, and I tend to try to stay out of people's business because at the end of the day, you don't know nobody's story. You don't know if that female going to get mad at you because you're trying to tell on her man or call it. Like, don't get involved. It's so understandable now. And I understand now why you might see men see another man hit a woman and they don't get into it because they're like, oh, well, she she's used to it. She stay or, you know, gun play come involves and all kinds of things that comes in situations now. And a lot of people don't want to put themselves in that situation. And that's so understandable. But it's a sad case because I'm like, make an anonymous phone call, maybe make it make it anonymous and help that person out. Sometimes females don't leave out that situation because they're scared. They're scared because they dealing with people like that. I had stalkers before when I was younger. I was not, I think by the praise of the Lord, I have never been in a domestic violence situation, but I had dealt with stalkers before. So imagine being in a domestic violence situation with a stalker. That is some scary stuff. That is some scary stuff. And personally, when you in that type of situation, especially if you have kids involved, I feel for anybody going through that. 
Now, if you're the kind of woman or the kind of man, whichever one is getting abused, give excuses for this person. I shake my head at you and I don't feel anything for you. Anything. Because the reason why I stopped feeling sorry for people that go through anything in their relationships is because we all allow ourselves to go through what we go through inside of your relationship. We all have choices. So if you're in an abusive relationship, you have a choice. You're not around this person 24-7, period. Nobody is. Nobody can be around somebody 24-7 a day. You either working or he's either working. Leave and just don't come back. Now, when kids are involved, it's so much harder when kids are involved because it's so much scarier, especially for a woman. I'm going to speak for us women real quick. It's so much scarier for a woman if they have kids involved and they're in an abusive relationship because they are scared to start over. Let's say that she's in an abusive relationship or her man is a provider. He he takes care of them and all that kind of stuff. Even though she is working, that's scary for her because if she has multiple kids, She's scared to start over with her kids. She's scared to, to fail her kids. So she chooses to put herself in that predicament for the kids' sake so her kids can have a two-parent home or her kids can have that stability. And I understand it. But baby girl, understand this, that while you're going through this, you're hurting your kids more by being with this guy. You're hurting your kids more because they can see it. And what it can do is if you have sons, it can turn your sons into woman beaters because they're like, Oh, well, this is what daddy did or such and such did to shut up. And she shut up. She listened. She did all that kind of stuff. They take heed. They are watching. They think it's okay because you are allowing it. You're sitting there. We're their parents. Our kid, we're their first role models. So when you allow it, they're like, oh, it's okay. And especially if you have a daughter, oh, it's okay for me to get whooped on. You're allowing it. Mommy allow it. That stuff starts at home. Kids look up to their moms and their dads. That stuff starts at home. So when you're showing your kids the wrong things to do, but you make it look right because you choose to stay in that predicament, what do you think they're going to do? You're going to be raising little bullies, little woman beaters, and a little girl or little girls that's going to choose to take crap from men because they see you do it. Or it can be in a situation because I'm going to give an example and I like to talk to real, so I always like to give you guys examples of things I went through in life. My mom know I love her to pieces. She's with a wonderful man by the grace of God. She's happy. But for the majority of my younger years, me and my sister, she's with a guy. And I still love this guy to this day. I'm glad him and my mom not together, but we still have so much love for him. And she was with him for so long, and they went through so much and as kids, me and my sister, we could not understand why is she still with him. We like, mommy, leave, leave, you know, it, it, it leave. Because what she failed to realize, we were going through this with her. We went through it with her. So we wanted her to go. My mom went through, it, it was so much deeper than just abuse. It was abuse on all levels, mental, emotional, physical. It was just different abuse. But the mental and emotional was probably worse than the physical. The physical didn't come that often, but it was there. But that mental and, and emotional abuse was super deep. My mom is a great woman. Anybody that knows her knows that she's a great woman. But she went through a lot with that man. And guess what? Me and my sister went through it with her. It wasn't that bad for us because she had to live it because that was her man. But we were her kids. 
my sister was a soldier because she was she was never letting him mess with our mom when she was around. And when I was really little, like six, seven, eight, nine and stuff, we were I was scared. You know, I used to cry and hide and all that kind of stuff when they're yelling and doing all that crazy stuff. So I say this to say I like to tell people the real because I don't like people thinking I'm, I'm never going to judge anybody. I went through a lot of different things in my life and that situation made me stronger. So it can make you stronger sometimes if your kid's going through it, but sometimes it could, you could fall victim as, as a kid that goes through that. And I could have been one of the women that tolerated some bull crap from men. But what that situation taught me is what I didn't want in a man. Everything he was, was everything I knew I didn't want in a man. I knew I didn't want abuse of men. I knew I didn't want such and such. It was just so much more with that guy. Not saying he was all bad because, of course, we had our good times. But I knew when I, as I was getting older and older, oh, he shows me what I don't want in a man. And to this day, I thank him because sometimes I just say just to see what my mom went through. It showed me what the hell I ain't going to go through. It showed me what I didn't want. And it showed what it and also just taught you that you had to be stronger because Abuse is abuse. Some people think because, oh, well, he ain't beating my ass. And they think because he's mentally abusing you or he is emotionally abusing you. It is okay. Those are just as worse. Because guess what? Physical abuse actually heal quicker than mental and emotional. Because when that stuff is on your mental, it's on your brain, it stays there. It don't go away. You might push it to the back burner, but it don't go away. And it takes that longer, you know, that much longer to heal because you constantly repeating and repeating over and over what was said or what was done. That stuff don't leave you. It don't leave you. And like I said, my mom now is with a great man. Treat her like the queen that she is. She's married. She's happy. And I feel like she went through all of that so she can get to where she is now. To say that that is her story. We was involved, but now we're grown women, and we tend to look at it on a different level. I tend to say, I understood that you was in love. I still don't get it on the chat. The little girl in me still like, you still could have left, Mom. But the grown woman in me that knows what love is and know how strong and powerful it can hold on to people, if you allow it especially, understand her staying as long as she did. But I'm so happy for her because she 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 moved on. She finally had enough. And that's when I say only we know what we can live with and what we can live without. I don't judge anybody out here. Domestic violence is super real. It is real. You see in relationships, you see that abuse with parents, with their kids. You know, when we see these daycares and stuff, it goes so deep. I just seen a video the other day of a kid at, I don't know if she was the babysitter or daycare, and she just kept smacking fire out of that little girl, broke my heart. I was sitting there crying because how in the hell can you abuse a child? That's one thing to pop their little legs when you're trying to teach them not to touch the plug or not to run the street or whatever. But you sitting there smacking a kid, pulling their hair and doing all this crazy stuff. I do not get it or understand it. And it breaks my heart. That is violence as well. And that's violence on a whole totally different level. And it breaks my heart because these are innocent babies, but it happens out here. It happens. I have another, one more story I want to tell you guys. And this one right here 
I was just talking to this person, you know, the other day and they were okay with me telling the story because I told them like, look, I really want to talk about domestic violence. It's a lot deeper I can go on, but I really want to talk about it. And this is actually a girl and a guy. And um, it went both ways with them too. Like she was brought up with her mom getting beat on a lot. You know, she was brought up with her mom getting beat on, her mom taking it. So that's what she was used to. And the guy that she was with at the time, because they've been broken up for a few years now, she told me, and I'm so happy for her. The guy that she was with, they had dealt with each other. Like since we were kids, I say freshman in high school, all the way up until a few years ago. So they dealt with each other, got kids. They got like six kids. They, they, you know, they built a family. But the thing was, they went through so much. She had a temper where if she get mad, she'd just go up and smack them. Boom, they're fighting. Vice versa. And they were so used to it that it was the normal to them. They were used to where, let's say, for instance, I was at the house one day. Mind you, we were young, too. We were like 19. And she told him to switch the music, and he didn't want to switch the music. So she went up and just smacked fire out of him. All I can do is hold my mouth open. If y'all can see me right now, y'all, I was just, I'm looking just as shocked as I look when I, I seen it. I was just like, what? I know they fought because, I, like I said, I haven't known them since high school. But to see her smacking like that over him not turning the music to what she wanted to listen to, I was bored. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's what I was thinking in my head. I'm just sitting there. And he got him just like, bitch. And he smacked her back and they just going at it. And it was me, them, and it was like a couple other homeboys and some girls. And it's a sad thing. Everybody knew that they were good. Don't get into it because when you get into it, they're going to turn on you. They might jump you together. That's how them two was because they everybody knew they weren't going nowhere. They were going to kiss, make up, come out here and drink. Cause we was having a little kickback or whatever you want to call it. And it was going to be good. And that's exactly what they did. They were in the room. They made up <laughs> in the room. You know, did a little sex. And they came back, tossing back drinks like everything was just fine. And that was their relationship all the way up until a few years ago. And like I told her then, baby girl, that's toxic. That's toxic. People don't understand. You can be in love with somebody. You can. We have plenty throughout our lives. That don't mean that that's the person for you. And if you feel like you have to put your hands on him and he feel like he got to put his hands on you, y'all are toxic for each other. It's just y'all toxic. I don't want to be with somebody I feel like I got to put my hands on or he need to put his hands on me. Their situation used to blow my mind because, like I said, everybody was so used to it. When we see them go at it, oh, they drinking, they end up going at it. But then not even an hour later, they done had sex and they back out here turning up. And that's how they was. And we called them just the crazy, what we called them? I think it was the crazy duo. That's why I call the CD crazy duo because that's how they were. And they had kids. They started having kids at a young age. They was bringing their kids into this. And I used to tell her, that's not healthy for your kids, baby girl. It's not healthy for your kids. And that was because both of you are wrong. You are. You are so wrong to be sitting here doing all this fighting in front of these kids. But what can you tell people? It just breaks my heart with domestic violence because I feel like so many people that's in an abusive relationship, they give excuses for the abuser. A lot of them are weak because they get manip- you know, manipulated and they tend to think that it's okay. I've learned when you see somebody that's in a domestic violence relationship, they tend to think a lot of things are their fault. Like they provoke. 
let me get to this and I'm going to wrap it up pretty soon, you guys. The word provoke, I cannot stand that word. I hate it. Never tell anybody, I don't care who is abusing, whoever is getting abused. I don't care if it's the man getting abused or the woman getting abused. Never tell them that they provoke somebody to beat them. There's nothing in this world you should be able to do to get your ass beat by the person that you are in a relationship with. Nobody should have to go through a domestic violence relationship. I hate the word provoke. I used to hate hearing the situations like um, when my cousin that I was thinking about him and the girl that they were together since 14 and 18. And people used to say, well, she provoked him. Y'all making excuses for him. Y'all trying to say because she's been her. She's been a young girl. She didn't cheat on him. None of that. But he didn't like her wearing tight clothes. He didn't want her. He was super jealous. He thought everybody wanted her. And they, some people used to say, oh, she provoked him. So I can't wear my tight jeans and a cute shirt because I'm going to grab attention from men. So that provoked you to whoop my ass. No, I cannot stand that word. Do not say that, especially to somebody going through it. Nobody provoked nobody to do nothing. If you are a woman beater or you are a man beater, whichever one, I know it sounds weird, but it's out there. Then that person is just an abusive person. They are an abuser. Nothing you can do or say can provoke them. You can have a perfect day. You can be a woman or the man that likes to cater to them, cook, clean, just make sure everything is right. But they're going to find something because that's what they want to do. They want to abuse you. So don't say provoke. I cannot stand it. I hate hearing it. I hate hearing people say that. If you are in that situation, it's up to you to get yourself out of it. We can't do it for you. I'm about to be 33 years old this month. And I learned that is nothing. I've seen so many different situations and I've learned it's nothing you can do for a person going through that kind of situation because they have to want to leave. That's why I always tell people, only you yourself know what you can live with and what you can live without. Oh my God, y'all have to pause. If y'all hear my stomach rumbling, <laughs> it's early and I'm super hungry. So yeah, back on topic. But yeah, only you know what you can live with and what you can live without. Nobody can do those things for you. I pray for everybody out here. I want nothing but happiness. I'm, you know, a corny person, I guess, but I'm the kind of person that want to see everybody happy, period. I want the best for everybody out there. Even the people I don't know, I'm going to wish you well. Like if you're doing good, I'm going to clap. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. Do you. But I hate seeing people in those situations, but I do not pity them. I don't pity them because they have the same choices that we have to get out of that type of situation. If I was to get a divorce today and I met a man and this man, even one time, come close to putting his hands on me, you're done, baby boy, over you don't give second chances with somebody that put their hands on you because they're going to keep doing it. Trust me. I've seen it. They're going to keep doing it because that's their character. If anybody, if that woman smack you, punch you, or whatever, and that man does any of those things, he's going to do it again. It's going to happen. 
because that's who they are. That's their character. Domestic violence, people take it so lightly. A lot of people, I, I get it. I really do. I get that you're scared, but you have to ask yourself, do you want to live or you want to die? That's what it boiled down to. That's what it boiled down to because it gets that, that serious. You shouldn't have to live your whole life going through getting beat on. I can't even imagine it. But again, I cannot pity them anymore. When I was younger, I did. I, I I felt sorry for the girl that was with my cousin. I felt sorry for my homegirl that got beat. But I stopped because I started realizing that why we are getting involved and you still with this person. Then what was happening is we're getting involved trying to help you out. And now we don't cause confliction. You know, we, we, we're causing problems with your partner. And your partner no longer like us or wants you around us or wants you us at your house. So, no, I, I learned to just get out of it. I did. Then I started learning why guys stop helping because I seen a man. I literally seen this man help a woman. And that woman turned on him. So that's why now, even though it used to piss me off when I was younger, I understand why men don't even help when they see another man hitting a woman. Because sometimes they feel like, you know what, they can't. Because that woman going to still stay with that man. That woman going to still be there with that man. Why call the police and she's going to be the one to go bail him out? It's a waste of your time. So what I learned is to stay in my lane. I don't I don't get involved with people's situation. Whether you're in a domestic violence relationship, you in a you know relationship with somebody cheating on you, you're in a relationship with yada, like whatever it is, that's between you and your partner. Because we all have choices. I'm not saying it's like I'm a an unsympathetic type of person. People kill me because when I speak my real people are like, dang, you just don't care. I care about a lot. But what I'm not going to do is baby a grown person because that person going to make their choices. Anyways, you can sit down and tell them why they need to leave. You can sit down and try to help them. You can sit down and tell them they can move in with you today. I guarantee you, if they're not ready to go, they're not going. So don't get involved in that situation. Just pray for them. That's all you can do is pray for them. Pray that they get the strength to leave. That's the, that's the first thing you need to be praying for. Pray for their safety and pray that they get the strength to say, I not had enough to leave. And this for the woman or the man. I know the man is a very rare case, but they're out here. But women, baby girl, leave. If you're in that situation, if you're new and he put his hands on you even once, I don't care if y'all done been together two years and he only put his hands on you once, it's coming again. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So I have a lot more that I can say, but I'm going to wrap it up here. And I just want to leave you guys with this. Do not play around with abuse. Period. Physical, mental, emotional, heck, even sexual, because we know that people get raped out here. And I'm going to brush on that with another topic. But any type of abuse, you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to stay. You don't have to. Just remember that I don't have to. I can move on. I can start over. Just remember those things because a lot of people is stuck, afraid. 
Don't be afraid because you're going to, at the end of the day, you're hurting yourself more staying in a situation than you are helping yourself. So, you guys, as usual, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure y'all email me at talktopeasinapod at gmail.com if y'all have any suggestions or ideas or anything you guys want to hear me talk about. And let me say this. I haven't forgot about Q&A. I'm going to do that. I just wanted to brush up on domestic violence a little bit because I literally was just seeing these videos and y'all know how I am. <laughs> Topics have just come to my head. But also, go subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't already. That's called Kicking It With P. And... Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for the birthday wishes you gave to my son. He truly appreciate it. And until next time.